We are outdoor ladies who hunt, shoot, and fish, all while working in conservation and chasing kids. I'm Julia Plugi with the Nebraska Game and Parks Commission. And I'm Michaela Ray with the National Wild Turkey Federation. Follow us on our outdoor adventures. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of She Goes Outdoors. Been a little while, Julia, since we've recorded a podcast. Uh, a long time. <laughs> I think about what our last episode was, but... Uh -huh. It's been a good time. During this amount of time, we've been brainstorming and evolving in different ways, and we've not necessarily been on a break, but using that time to build partnerships and discover different ways that we can expand. Yeah, and I think everyone's going to be excited to use our time instead of recording a weekly podcast. <laughs> we, got, we, we got sick of just each other's voices. We wanted to move on from there. I know, and we're starting to be in the same space now, once in a while, six feet apart. Yeah, we're six feet across in the room, so that yeah. might be why our voices sound weird, sound different here on the recording. Well, well why don't we introduce our guests, um, and then as we chat within this episode, you'll find out that they're more than just, I guess, guests. They're more now permanent fixtures. Permanent fixtures <laughs> or partners. Fixtures. I don't know. Can we use the word fixtures on a podcast? I, I can't know. see them. <laughs> I think of lights. I don't know. <laughs> more hosts, more tone of voice and different sounds so that maybe sometimes we could you can hear a little different voice and different opinions and different ideas. So welcome Tana and Megan. I am going to just toss the mic over to Tana first and introduce yourself, where you're from and your position. And this is just more of a teaser as after they introduce themselves, then we'll, we'll chat about why or how they become our partners on the podcast. And maybe share, too, uh, some of your hunting experience. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I am so excited to be here and to partner with you all on the She Goes Outdoors efforts. Um, my name is Tana Fancher. I am from Kansas. I'm with the Kansas Department of Wildlife, Parks, and Tourism as our state's R3 coordinator. So I'm really excited to be helping out with this effort. I came into this position with a huge background in fishing. Um, did a lot of fishing all growing up and not necessarily experienced on the hunting side. So um, when I started this job, I was unsure how I even felt about hunting. I kind of vaguely understood its purpose in conservation. And um, through this job and through my work trying to understand some of the different realms of conservation and wildlife management, I've gotten into hunting in the past couple of years. This past winter, I actually took my first buck. We're passionate about helping other people get outdoors and trying to recruit, retain, and reactivate more folks. So I'm excited to be on this project with you guys. Thanks for having me. Oh gosh, I learned something new all the time. I feel like I know you so well, but I didn't <laughs> you were on the fence about your feelings towards hunting until you got yeah. here. Yeah, it was, a, it was an interesting transition. You know, my brothers and dad hunted, but, uh, and they always invited me to go along. They were so wonderful. And I just wasn't sure that I saw myself as part of that audience. And um, so it took some time to feel comfortable enough to go myself. And that first time was actually on a mentored hunt. 
um, with a county organization that put on a mentor deer hunt. So um, in doing that process, I was, I was able to get into it and kind of gain some confidence and I've just taken off from there. And now we're gonna jump the border, hop over the Missouri River to Iowa. Thanks guys, definitely really excited about this partnership. My name's Megan Weiskup. I work for the Iowa Department of Natural Resources as their hunter education administrator. And I also serve as the lead worker for our hunter ed shooting sports and R3 section. Um, definitely been involved in a lot of our women's programs, um, especially the Becoming an Outdoors Woman program and also uh, Women in the Outdoors with MWTF for several years. Um, actually started out as a instructor um, teaching boat operation and trailer backing, always a, a fun session to do. Here in 2016, through a retirement within our agency, our section inherited the, the Becoming an Outdoors Woman program, so we've been coordinating it ever since, and you'll definitely get a chance to meet our actual Becoming an Outdoors Woman coordinator and, and my, my right-hand gal in regards to everything R3 and hunting and shooting sports and Rachel Alice. Um, she's currently out right now with a new baby girl that she had just a couple weeks ago. So we're super excited for her, but she's put a lot of work into this partnership and project. So excited to, to welcome her back later this fall and definitely get her on one of these podcasts going forward. And, and you'll definitely see her involved in the program as we continue to expand it. Um, like Tana, I grew up in the outdoors doing a lot of camping, fishing, hiking, boating, snowmobiling, those types of activities, but didn't get involved in hunting per se until I'm um, an adult myself um, right out of college. And definitely had a father and, and grandparents that hunted too, but when we sold the family farm when I was a very young age, they kind of left hunting behind with that, so I didn't get that opportunity growing up. Definitely um, latched on to some co-workers and, and some some friends to, to get me started and, and got out there doing uh, muzzleloading hunting and, and turkey and, and have since then expanded on to, to pheasant hunting and actually I've had the opportunity to, and probably my most memorable hunt would be a couple years ago, um, taking the trip out of Wyoming and hunting pronghorn. Did you have a successful pronghorn hunt? Yes, we did. Um, actually took my significant other Dan out there with. Um, we both got a, an antlerless tag and, and drew the same area and, and both got a successful harvest, which is pretty exciting. We were excited just to be able to see them and we haven't done much research or know much about prong hunting. It's really about the experience. Um, these guys can see 360 all around and they love to lay in herds so they have eyeballs in all directions so it's a lot of stalking and sneaking and crawling and definitely have to be a little bit more proficient shooting from a, a longer distance which we don't really have that opportunity in Iowa since we don't do a lot of rifle hunting here so it's it really cool about getting out there and getting out to the range and, and getting proficient in a firearm that we don't typically get to use here in Iowa and, and taking the trek out west and, and definitely learning the importance of exercising and getting in good health before you get there. <laughs> that might need to be a podcast in itself sometime is pronghorn and the experience behind that. Maybe definitely. that's what I need to motivate me to go to the gym is to draw a pronghorn tag. Oh boy, it's, and then have a good long shot because they are far distance. They run fast. I know, but you drive to Colorado and Wyoming, you see them all along the side of the interstate. I mean, they're like oh. out of season. When they're out of season, you see them. We're really excited to be expanding this partnership with you guys. And I guess we could kind of transition, Julia, into where the partnership even, where the conversation even started. Uh, you know, that one time when we were going back, we were sitting, I believe I was at a conference in the warm state of Arizona. Arizona, that's right. I was from state of Arizona. We were hanging out and 
we were just discussing like what is the future of women in the outdoors um, our female outreach programs and we we already knew each other from uh other differences yeah. is the word. And so we just kind of discussing what can we do, where we can we go, when three of our states were having the same concerns. Decided to move forward. And you know, Michaela, why don't you talk about where that brainstorming from Arizona moved to? Yeah. So we have just had a conversation about how as organizations becoming an outdoors woman, women in the outdoors, we don't get together very often. We don't share ideas. We don't talk. And so we had come up with this concept of a women's huddle. And we debated on the term huddle for a really long time where we're having a women's conference, a women's meeting, a women's jamboree. I think we went through all the words. And we decided that we were going to host a regional women's huddle where BOW coordinators and women in the outdoors coordinators could come together to share ideas with each other, learn from what each other is doing, um, talk a little bit about R3, which we've mentioned before, recruitment, retention, and reactivation of hunters, shooters, and anglers. So Nebraska got to be the first host of this women's huddle where we came together for, I think it was two days? Yeah, you guys remember? maybe two even days? three. Something like that. And we just got to share ideas about what our states are working on, you know, have conversations about our struggles, how we can overcome the struggles, and how we can do more regional projects. And so uh, what you all are going to learn about, and probably one of our first regional projects um, as BOW and WIDO come together, but really that's what kicked us off in terms of working together was creating this women's huddle, getting together last summer, um, and sharing ideas. And we had numerous states at that women's huddle, Oklahoma, Texas, I think Missouri, Kansas, Iowa, <laughs> South Dakota. It seems so far, so long ago. Yeah, <laughs> lots of good ladies though. It was a good yeah. conference to be at. It definitely was. Conference isn't the right, it was a good huddle to it, be We at. huddled, we huddled. And you know, as we were meeting and discussing how to huddle for the second and an, another year, that's when COVID hit. Um, COVID hit and the travel restrictions came about, events were being canceled, and it just tossed out an entire new uh, piece of the puzzle that we had to fit in. And with all that, you know, we definitely didn't want to end the conversation between the states, between our huddle. And there again, it just it presented this challenge that we wanted to work together. And so rather than us traveling to Iowa, we started doing this thing we call Zoom, and that's where we're meeting today. And we started Zooming and just discussing how can we continue to work together? Where do we want to solve these problems? How can we continue to motivate the, the women to continue in the outdoors? Um, and so this is where this idea, I, I, you know, there's just different ways. Someone asked me the other day, how did this idea come about? And I think I remember it was a conversation over a box of wine or a, a, a <laughs> box of wine, not box, over a bottle of wine. And I remember Michaela saying, we need to do this subscription type deal like these wine subscription does or the food subscription. I thought, well, this, okay, this is fun, but. And my idea got shot down a lot before this. <laughs> Apparently I just had to find like the right group to 
convinced that a subscription box was a good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think and we st it went from sending everyone a box of that has wine and gaming in it to more of the educational side of it. For I think maybe a couple more glasses of wine um, and some more discussion as far as where we wanted to see our educational programs going and then COVID hit. We now have evolved into the She Goes Outdoors subscription boxes. We presented this idea to Tana and Megan. They definitely jumped on board as well. And from there, the, our minds went together. We discussed how can we put this together? How would it be beneficial to our states? Into our constituents, I don't like that word. Constituents. Constituents, <laughs> and how it would be evolved and how it would work in our states. And so we want to hand over the mic now to Megan Moore and why this project came to be. You know, how did how did she as feel it would fit into the R three world, Hunter Ed world, and the BOW world? Uh, like you guys already covered, that the idea was definitely born in Nebraska. And then as we were able to jump on a few calls between the three states, we continued to really um, evolve it. And it kind of spiraled from there to, to get to where we got today with the, the program that we've rolled out to all of you and the opportunities that you'll have to just the subscription boxes going forward. But the kind of the biggest um, hurdle that we were all facing uh, with COVID-19 and, and the all the stuff getting shut down and no longer being able to do in-person classes was, you know, the struggle to how can we continue to communicate with those folks that are already participating in our program. So our existing bow participants or existing widow participants, and then how can we continue to reach um, our target audience of women? Cause we know that's where there's a huge growing interest in the outdoors and, and a very thirst for knowledge and, and hands-on experience. So how can we kind of provide information still provide communication and also still provide some of those hands-on components so folks can continue to learn and build their skills and we could keep the excitement about the outdoors even though that we couldn't be um, together in person like a normal workshop weekend. Definitely I think all three states did an awesome job of adding different elements every time we would talk or get together be like oh what about this what about that so everyone brought some good pieces to the, the overall concept to the table that framed this effort today and definitely um, a big selling piece for me and and I think all of our Midwest states as we're especially um, the folks over on the western part of the Midwest were you know smaller in population smaller agencies so uh, coming up with a concept that could work for all three of our states where we could share the workload was huge um, that way we could all take on different aspects and responsibilities of the of the effort so not one of us was taking on that heavy lift and we separate out by topic and each state take a lead uh, was also a big um, appealing factor to me as we've all continued to be tasked with more responsibilities um, to get more folks outdoors. I think what also was kind of the exciting element for me is that we took that subscription box you know concept or feel but it it comes without that subscription commitment so we're, we're allowing our participants to pick and choose which boxes they they want to purchase. So you're not on the hook for, you know, a six month commitment or a year commitment. You can really pick and choose those skills that you're interested in learning more about and trying. And, and that was a big appeal to me too, as, as you've seen so many subscription box out there, you may like, you know, three or four of the, the five or six ideas, but this one really allows you to kind of have that a la carte option and feel, and you can really pick and choose 
on what you want. Other big pieces that we wanted to make sure that we built into this program that may be a little different from the subscription um, services that you're used to is pairing it up with a, a virtual workshop um, that we can host for these subscription uh, purchasers. Being able to bring the, all the ladies together on a, a Zoom meeting like this where we can um, talk about the topic, uh, show folks how to use the, the tools that they receive in their in their box and, and how to apply those to their state. So um, sharing different opportunities, when in-person opportunities can start back up and, and some mentor opportunities that we still may be able to do this fall yet in our respective states um, following some social distancing guidelines. I was excited to, to bring those elements to that and give it a little different twist on that subscription box feel um, that is very popular today. Spot on. Uh, great explanation of how this has all evolved. And, and our first box, which we will, if you've seen some marketing efforts on it, you probably already know. We'll get into that next. But first we want, Tana is going to talk about our future subscription box, our future boxes, our future packages. I want to, you know, we, we keep going back to this word subscription, but as Megan described, it's not really a subscription. Maybe it's a subscription to the outdoors, but you're not committed to buy each of yeah, the boxes. Buying an outdoor box. Yeah, you're buying an, a box that brings the outdoor skill to your home so you can learn those skills. And so, we're going to hand the mic over to Tana now, and she's going to describe or talk about the future and what else that you, you can look forward to. Absolutely. Well, thanks, guys. Um, we were so excited to get rolling on this project, and these women are so data-driven. They're the coolest bunch of folks. Um, but what we did is we basically put together a survey to try to gauge interest in these boxes and exactly what topics women might be interested in receiving information on. So from our research on that, we actually got some responses back that we wanted a mixed focus. We wanted multiple different topics, so not a year's worth of boxes on pheasant hunting or one specific topic, but rather a variety. And we also wanted to mix those with more of the hunting fishing focus and also some other outdoor skills like camping, outdoor cooking. We've already announced, I hope I'm not spilling the beans on this, but if you've seen the announcements, our first box will be an upland game hunting focus box, um, mainly pheasant hunting. So in the winter, we've planned these seasonally to make sure that you can get out and enjoy your box contents and put those to work immediately. So this winter, we'll be coming out with a birding box. Uh, so stay tuned for that. That'll have some really awesome content in it. And that will actually coincide with the Christmas bird counts that our states help host. Great opportunity to get out and use the content that comes in that box and also connect with maybe your state wildlife agencies and get involved in those. Um, it's a really great example of citizen science. So then in the spring, if we're following that seasonal path, uh, we've got an outdoor cooking and outdoor cooking and gathering option. So that'll be really fun. And then in the summer, we're looking at probably doing a fishing focus. And again, we've got a lot of different ideas bouncing around. Um, this first year is really a pilot. And uh, then we'll move forward. And I'm sure we'll get feedback in the process. If I know these ladies, I know they're going to stay tuned in with that data. So it'll be an exciting evolution for sure. Tana mentioned that our first box, and I think Julia mentioned it too, is going to be a pheasant hunting box. For several different reasons I think we chose to do a pheasant hunting box first. Um, as we started looking at our timeline for getting our first box available to the public um, and getting the materials we need in the box, things like that, 
Um, we really thought fall was going to be our first opportunity to get something out there to everybody. And we were thinking about fall and COVID-19 and social distancing. Um, an upland game box or a pheasant hunting box uh, sounded appropriate, I guess, because it's something that you can still do while social distancing, introducing, you know, something new to people, getting them involved in hunting. And so I think those are really the main reasons we talked about starting with pheasant. Also, it's an easy one to mentor with as well. So it's easy to, just to go on the hunt and social distance, but it's also easy to mentor a new hunter and keep socially distant. Is that a thing? Socially, keeping socially distant. I do know there's so many. But to follow all these COVID-19 rules, uh, we just thought this would be one of the easier things to follow all those guidelines as we move into the unknown territory of fall 2020. We have a fairly long upland game season, you know, whether it's in the public area, public access areas, or you can go to our control shooting areas, uh, statewide opportunities versus sometimes, you know, the different other species would only be specifically focused, at least that's in Nebraska, just a, a lot of opportunities involved with uh, upland game and we continue to use the word upland game and when we found out through some survey work as <laughs> Tana was alluding that um, we weren't sure that a lot of our people knew what the word upland meant. We kind of tagged on to just an actual species names with it being pheasant hunting. That's kind of how it progressed from there. We're hoping in the future that we will offer additional hunting opportunities but as Tana's focused on is we wanted to be diverse, and that's what our women outreach programs uh, do. We, we provide a diverse opportunities, diverse education to attract, hopefully, that they will move along that dial and try new outdoor pursuits. And, you know, trying a new outdoor pursuit with little invested, I guess. You know, it's an affordable way to try something new, get what you need for the most part to get out there. So we're kind of excited for that as well. Yeah. So who gets to be the lucky one to spill the beans about what people might find in these boxes? Because there are some things that I'm excited about. Can we buy a box for ourselves? It's been <laughs> meaning to ask that. We'll probably have, right? I think we probably should. <laughs> uh, Tana, do you want to spill the beans? Maybe not all the beans, just a few of the beans. Select beans? I don't know. Yeah. You guys really trust me with that? <laughs> <laughs> Um, so one of the things you can look forward to in this box is we really wanted to give you a holistic pheasant experience. That sounds so strange. Um, but so I not like that. Holistic, <laughs> holistic. Wow. That's a I know. technology there. <laughs> Just trying to be fancy, you know. That's um, a bumper but, sticker. I'm put that, make it bumper sticker. That's what I'm yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, but we really wanted to equip women with the tools that they would need to not only get out and enjoy a hunt, but come back and enjoy their harvest as well, and to do so in an, in an informed way. Um, I know when I was first getting into hunting, one of the things that made me most uncomfortable, you know, it wasn't the firearm, it wasn't my lack of knowledge, it was the fact that I have a great deal of respect for an animal, and if I am taking its life, I want to be sure that I can treat the animal with respect and treat my harvest with respect. So in these boxes, you'll find some awesome recipe cards and ways that you can enjoy your harvest and um, kind of get the whole field to fork approach to that. So that's one thing to really look forward to. Megan, you want to spill the next tidbit? I'm nervous about spilling too many beans. <laughs> I 
I mean, there's got to be some excitement when they get the box, right? Like, we can't tell you everything that's in the box. The box is going to be heavy. <laughs> we'll put it that way. It will be heavy. Yeah, you're getting your money's worth. We'll, we'll definitely have some more goodies in there related to pheasant hunting specifically, but or something that Michaela and I just signed off on the proof here uh, a week or so ago. So our folks, our first um, hundred purchasers, of boxes are going to get an extra special product and they're going to be a She Goes Outdoor custom purple trucker hat and a vinyl sticker. So we're pretty excited oh. about getting those out the door to the, the first hundred to make a purchase. So that's just an extra little incentive or an extra little goodie that'll be um, added to these jam-packed boxes of materials and, and resources and gear. I mean, I'm excited for the box, but I really want the hat. <laughs> and it's purple. <laughs> Yeah, Julia fought really hard for purple. <laughs> well, without saying too much, I just think we want everyone to know that the boxes are going to have a wide variety of things to get people into the field, but also get you into the, I'll use the word kitchen, indoor kitchen, outdoor kitchen, however you cook your cuisine. And we're really excited to be able to provide those opportunities. You know, how we see it evolving in Nebraska is we, we chatted about this at the beginning and how it evolved, how it came to be at the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic. And now, you know, that was March. And here we are into July, first part of August, and it hasn't changed any. Um, as we're moving in August into the fall season, our hunting season, workshop season, it just, it's not looking the best to be able to get all these participants together in one room and one event. And we certainly don't want to stop that education. We know that hands-on education is a valuable piece in our lives. And, and that's how all four of us learn through that hands-on experience, through the mentorship. And so as anything it has evolved in the last how many months, there's a new normal. We see these boxes being a new normal. And I see women in Nebraska taking on this, you know, finding out how they can utilize these boxes. Even before this all hit, you know, it was hard to get ladies of our age that are doing this podcast to participate in these events because we're busy with our full-time jobs, we're busy as moms, we're, we're just busy. And so this box that will be delivered to our homes, we can open it and learn um, as it works into our schedule and then progress from there. And so that's just another way that I can see it evolving and being a crucial piece in the growth of women's outreach and women's education. Right now we're focusing on women's outreach and education, but there's a lot of guys in our office too who think this oh, yeah. is a cool idea and maybe we could even see it expand Great further. point. You know, I definitely don't see that you have to be a female to, you know, to purchase this box. It just happens to be our focus group at the time. Or ladies, how do you feel it's going to evolve or into Kansas and Iowa? Yeah, no, I definitely think this program is going to just become another um, standing tool in our toolbox. And it's like you said, it's going to assist our agency with reaching more women who have an interest in outdoor recreation. Um, this subscription box, you know, is going to offer us a suite of opportunities and then also, um, you know, all of our agencies have been trying virtual workshops too. And in between the subscription boxes where we offer some kind of mix of some hands-on and, and virtual learning and self-guided learning and, and the virtual workshops and then in person as it allowed, I mean, that's really going to allow us to be more scalable. I mean, that's one of the things, again, with us all being smaller agencies, 
we've continued to struggle with is being able to offer enough programs or opportunities out there when we can even do in-person stuff. So um, by offering this, this suite of virtual and, and subscription and in-person, it's gonna really allow us to reach all areas of all of our states and provide something for everyone, you know, no matter what your interest is, no matter what your experience is or what your comfort level is right now in regards to participating. So, um, like I said, I see this as uh, an asset that's gonna be around to stay and, and just be another tool in our toolbox to, to reach more people. And, and like Michaela and, and Julie and Hannah said, I definitely see this expanding to other audiences down the road. Yeah, this really is such a unique opportunity for us to basically go to our audiences and say, hey, you know, here are the tools you need. We'll still provide you with those learning opportunities. We want you to be comfortable with this and this topic at your own pace. We want you to pick and choose how you want to go about learning about these items, and then we'll meet you where you're at. So it's just an exciting opportunity, and especially with all the restrictions of COVID. Like it's been said multiple times, there's going to be there's going to be a new normal and there's also going to be a new standard and a new precedent set for an expectation of education and how we deliver those those topics. So this is going to be a really unique opportunity for us to explore that and hopefully be part of blazing that trail forward. I don't feel like this is going to be the last time that these no. two will be on the podcast. And in fact, we probably have to start we have to probably re-record the beginning of the podcast. Yeah, yeah. So now. Things are going to be changing a little They're bit. Changing another good. another new normal. We've talked about this, the boxes. We've talked about our partnership. We've talked about the huddle. So we better stress on how our listeners can learn more. Where can they go to learn more? What to learn more about the box itself, about us, about our state opportunities. Closely listen to this because unfortunately we were not able to grab the exact domain that we wanted to buy for this. It is sgooutdoors.com. So sgooutdoors.com. That is the website to purchase the box to learn more about our opportunities, to learn more with links directly to our state. You can also go to our Instagram and Facebook pages at She Goes Outdoors. Uh, there you can, you can subscribe to the boxes, you can subscribe to our social platforms and learn a lot more and send us some questions that we would be happy to answer even before maybe you want to commit to this and see some images that can get some pictures in your head because you know sometimes podcasts you put these images in your head you're not quite sure you're seeing what we're explaining and that would be the great place to see that and again the website is sgooutdoors.com yeah awesome we'll That's chat it. with y'all again soon all right thank you tana and megan thank Thanks, you guys <laughs>